This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Squire Radio on Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. We're on into August now, and um, man, I'm just kind of surprised at how, uh, you know, as hot as it is, business has just kind of, it's just kind of rebounded. Generally, this time of year, people don't want to be near anything hot, and that includes pipes and cigars, and uh, man, our pipe smokers have just been just been coming out of the woodworks. Well, I know it's that- really, It's really awesome. I know that people don't want to be anywhere near anything hot, but I notice your close proximity to me, so I appreciate uh, you. I love being near things that are just, <laughs> just filthy. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, the uh, the weather is crazy. Of course, um, you know, uh, right now. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As this episode airs, I'm I'm out in uh, in Grand Rapids, where who knows what the weather is like. I'm just hoping that the fishing is nice, because I mean that's one of the things. It's one of the reasons I go out to Grand Rapids every yeah. single year is uh, to to get my fishing on and also uh, you know in, enjoy my pipe as I'm uh, taking in all of nature. In fact, uh, that's right. Just this morning, I was talking to my wife about. Uh, Various locations of where we can fish out in kind of that area, and I've got to tell you, man, it is beautiful yeah. in the Midwest this time of year. Yeah, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to that. And uh, although that being said, I, I do miss being here. Uh, you know where where all of the uh, the pipe action is happening. Well, you know it it does have its own uh, it, its own charm, but it's good to get out occasionally and just kind of see the broader world and interact with uh, with different pipe smokers in other places. And of course, we've got a great you know listenership and friend base up in uh, up in the Grand Rapids area. Of course, all over Michigan, really. For some reason, that's just developed into to quite an awesome pocket of friends uh, of, of us. And I'm always so honored by by all the really kind people up in that part of the world. So absolutely, uh, man. Anyway, I, I hope. Uh, hope you're having a really good time on that uh, on your trip man it is crazy because i mean like in the earliest days thinking back four years ago like like the earliest days of these podcasts our our largest audience was coming specifically from michigan it's not strange didn't make a whole lot of sense i mean like from grand rapids and specifically and the weird thing is of course my wife my in-laws they're all from grand rapids but i didn't know anybody like there was almost no connection <laughs> and actually some of those guys we figured out after the fact they went to school with my wife but i have no earthly idea that is crazy like how how that that connection happened other than the fact that there just is kind of a natural yeah uh kind of pipe community that that was there well, and, like and like active. we talked about yeah last week i mean uh you know the the Michigan just in general has an incredible yes. tradition of pipe carvers, pipe smokers. Uh, you know, just really strong. Uh, you know, pipe community up there. So uh, I don't know. It's just cool. I, I really hope. Um, I was talking to our friend uh, Eric Karlowski that uh, is at Indian Indian, Indian River, River uh, Tobacco Traders there, and you know, I just really hope that next year is the year I can get up that way and um, and, and kind of see that not oh, just not just awesome. interact with uh, with those guys up there, but also see that part of the world. I've heard uh, heard. Michigan is, is really, really lovely. So. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, uh, Saturday the 12th is going to be our, our meetup. That's this coming Saturday. So join us. Uh, we uh, For all the details, be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Real Bo York. Also follow at Beardcore as well. Um, you know, uh, he's, you know, he, he Beardcore in, in many respects is kind of like our, our on boots on the ground <laughs> representative. Uh, and, and so, you know, I almost he, feel like he's kind of our mascot. Too. Man, he's, he's like, he, he's a cousin. <laughs> you know, like we've got, we got guys that like like have kind of risen to that country squire radio like family family member you know like yeah 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 like we got family members but then we got like the family family 
And so Beardcore is one of them. He sits at the big table. He sits at the big table, right next to Papa <laughs> Joe. He's there, man. He's there. So, uh, but but yeah, one way or the other, follow follow the two of us for the details as we get closer to Saturday. And uh, yeah, hope hope to see a, a lot of y'all out there. I'm really looking forward to it. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. Of course, beyond that, we do have some other major big meetup happening in the pipe world. That's I'm right. talking about the Texas Pipe Show. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous every time. Every but we're so time. excited. Yeah, we're dude, so excited. Are you kidding me? Fort Worth, Texas <laughs> is going to be a blast. October, of course, you're going to want to make it there for, uh, of course, October 7th at Pop Safari Room, Fort Worth, Texas. Barbecue is somewhere. I don't know if they're actually going to have it. Hey, pipe- barbecue, pipe smoking, you know, all kinds of everything. You know, that cowboy we are, shenanigans. We're all about that. Long smoke competition, pipe yes. carvers, yes. Uh, uh, you know, tobacco blenders. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, live podcast, li- live uh, Hobbit looking podcasters. I mean, there's just going to be all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of shenanigans. It's going to be great. Who was I talking to recently that mentioned they that they saw us, I think, for the first time in New Orleans and they were still shocked by how short we were. And I was like, when, when we say we're hobbits, no, it just kind of mean it. No, we're, we're, we're tiny people. It's just part of it. Yeah. Well, you know, a couple weeks ago, we actually had, uh, I believe it was our friend Josh uh, from Georgia by way of Venezuela. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and he, you know, I remember he saw you and he was like, I, I, you know, I knew he was short, but I, I didn't know he was that short. Yeah. <laughs> like, does he have a condition? No, no. Does he have a condition? That's just what I look like. But come see what we look like. Again, that is going to be October the 7th in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Pop Safari Room. Hey, if you're a carver, be sure to uh, lock down your table while they are available. That's right. It's absolutely free to you to do, carvers, so uh, so make that happen. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe we might come around to your table to interview you. I've got a whole new recording set up. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, so we'll be uh, we'll be having some fun with that. So yeah, be there. It's going to be a blast, man. W- one other one other piece of announcement um, that that I'll like to put out here. We've got a um, a, a small neighborhood event this week uh, here in Jackson called Bright Lights Bellhaven Nights. Oh yeah, um, it's in uh, actually the neighborhood uh, you and I are, are are in and around. It's like three doors down from your house. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and as uh, you know, because of that, I was like, you know, what? we're going to have a little fun with this. And so um, we're actually this this Saturday night uh, inviting the Magnolia Pipe Club. Uh, if you're a paid-up member of the Magnolia Pipe Club, the, the Pipe Club is actually going to cover uh, the cost of your entrance to oh, two Bright Lights uh, Bellhaven Nights. And then afterwards, we're actually all going to go back to my porch and sit on the porch and uh, and smoke pipe. Well, I don't want to be in Grand Rapids for that. I want to be back home. Well, that's your loss, man. You're having parties up there with people I love, and I'm just I'm just repaying the favor. <laughs> <laughs> I hang out with who you love, so you're hanging out with who I love. Okay, yeah, I take see. that. I see. I see how this goes. Uh, our very own Mark VV is actually driving up from New Orleans to uh, to, to come hang out that night. What? So, uh, man, it'll be great. Oh I, my I gosh. hope we have a good turnout. And uh, man, if you're if you're a member of the Magnolia Pipe Club or not, come join us. Uh, just to if you're a member of the Pipe Club, you'll uh, you'll have your ticket paid for. But right, but other wanna... than that, it'll be a, it'll be a great time. Okay, so so there was going to be a GR Country Squire Radio listener meetup, as well as I mean a Magnolia Pipe Club meetup. But 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 Country Squire Radio Mississippi meet. We need to like do like That's hashtag right. CSRGR hashtag CSRMS. <laughs> I want to see some pictures and and guys in Grand Rapids. We, we need to we need to show up and show out. I, Should I, I, are we going to try to outdo each other? Well, is that I, is that the thing? I, you can try to outdo <laughs> us. What I am telling you is that we will. Outdo you. That's that's the way. That, no, that, that's fair. That's, that's what's going down. That's fair. I you know, but I, I hope you know we're going to listen to a lot of great music, uh, eat a lot of good food, and oh, uh, yeah. and and stay up late and sit on the uh, sit on the porch. Well, so. We're we're going to do anyway. it even harder. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a great show tonight that we are doing for you guys. It's a tobacco talk. That's right. So we like to do things from time to time, uh, a little series, if you will. Of course, we do our Squire Select, which we did last week. Uh, we, we do uh, pipe culture. We do Heroes of the Bowl. Uh, but there is a favorite that comes around. Uh, <laughs> Boy, know, is it. Yep. Man, once, uh, once about every eight or ten episodes, and that, of course, is a tobacco talk. That's right. Man, That's uh, right. this is where we essentially, you know, this is where we, we make good on the promise of a pipe tobacco podcast, right? <laughs> like Exactly. Th- theoretically, anybody who's tuning in is tuning in because they want to hear us review tobaccos. Well, guess what? That's what a tobacco That's talk what we is. do today. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, we, we dedicate a lot of our different shows. We, we're always going to pepper in stuff about pipes and uh, and pipe tobacco. Oh, but, always. Yeah, but yeah, of yeah. course, uh, of, of course, today is our uh, the day we uh, pull out the big guns. It's the purest it, of the, the, the podcast. The purest. The yeah. purest that's like, why do I even listen to this, you know, crap? <laughs> Uh, that you know they t- they tune in for the the, the, the tobacco talk, right? right? Tobacco so, talk. Uh, so it's fantastic, man. Yeah, I picked out some some fun stuff today to talk about, and I thought we'd uh, thought we'd uh, go go with those and uh, see what's going on. All right, all right. There. So, so yeah. I'm I'm really excited, man. So we got yeah, two always. different tobaccos. That's right. Um, now, yeah, That's we, right. We've done this from different ways from time to time because sometimes we'll do we're like there's one tin, one one shot blend. No, of course. Last right. time I think if I'm not mistaken, we did two shot blends. We did. We did it was the uh, roses. Yeah, that's right. Lancaster and and uh, and white rose. That's right. To balance it out this week, we right. got two tens. We're going tens, baby. That's right. We're, we're uh, stuff you can get uh, at any at any reputable tobacconist. And uh, today we've got a couple of couple of really good ones. We're going to start tonight with uh, GL Peace uh, Regents Flake. Oh, and, uh, GL Peace. This is from of his uh, from his old London series. Uh, of course, Greg, listener of the show, uh, friend of the country squire. Yeah, he's he's just a great guy and one of the most talented uh, blenders I think out there right now. And makes some. Uh, makes you know mostly uh mostly stronger uh tobaccos he focuses a lot on uh you know virginias latakia orientals uh you know uh, dark fired burley cigar leaf things like that uh and he uh he you know this is a guy that literally started doing this out of his kitchen and uh eventually got uh connected with cornell and deal and just and just ran with it and and greg makes some great great tobaccos so um <laughs> really excited to talk about this and the thing is when you say in his kitchen you literally yeah. mean in his kitchen yeah Cause, absolutely because a lot yeah. of times that, that becomes such a uh like like a thrown around thing for, for product no, that's development. Right, right yeah oh they started in their garage or something well if you mean like the garage at you know their office or right, something. right right exactly exactly <laughs> right this is legit right. in his kitchen it, it, he was cooking is. he just wasn't cooking food he wasn't cooking food baby yeah that's right Gre- <laughs> greg uh he does such a good job and he's got an entire series here this old london series uh that he came out with actually just a year ago it's a year ago uh july when he came out with this and a lot of excitement that surrounded it we got uh an initial batch of these tins of regent's flake Mm. at the squire and uh they immediately sold they were all uh gone just within a number of hours so the old london series what he's done here is he's been talking about purist he's really throwing a bone to the purist here so he uh has taken uh, all these tobaccos, and these are absolutely zero cased flavorings, topped sugars, or additives. And so it, this is tobacco in literally the rawest oh, form dang. that you can consume it. Right? Man. Which okay. is really nice. You know, a lot of folks, of course, we talked about our casing uh, episode not too long ago where we discussed casings and toppings and things like that. A lot of times folks don't realize that even on your quote-unquote non-aromatic tobaccos, you know, there is some little bit of casing maybe to take off the edge of the natural flavor of the tobacco, things like that, because some tobaccos just in their natural form are are, are just kind of foul, <laughs> you know. But uh, but what he did, he was real deliberate on these tobaccos uh, in this old London series to, to pick things that um, 
in their natural state, uh, we're going to smoke smoke great right out of the mm. right out of the bag. Um, and, and and then also things that would age well in tins. You know, Greg's real real key on making uh, premium stuff typically that. Uh, has the capability to, over time, you know, gain some complexity, maybe some sweetness, things like that, um, which just, you know, I admire a lot. So to do a food comparison, I mean, I think about like, um, you know, how there's different cuts of beef and like there's yeah. some some steaks that like you're going to want to like tenderize them and, yeah. you know, you're going to want to soak it in Worcestershire for like a, <laughs> you know, a day before you actually cook yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's right. But then you got like the filet mignon, you've got the, uh, yeah, the, the porterhouse. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like literally if it's salt and pepper and that's it. And some people... People don't even need that, right? Because just the flavor is there. So that's kind of the mindset behind all of the different tobaccos in, in this series. That's Interesting. Correct. So, um, so today we're talking about Regent's Flake. I'll read you the back of the tin here. It says, uh, "A generous measure of fine Izmir leaf is layered on a sturdy foundation of mature red and sweet, bright Virginia tobaccos, then pressed and allowed to mature." And ferment in cakes before being sliced and tinned. Uh, this is one of uh, this is one for the lover of Oriental mixtures, mm. with their exotic and enticing incense-like aroma and brilliant flavor. Rub a flake or two, fill a cherished pipe, and prepare for an exceptional smoking experience. Mm. So it's basically like poetry there. Uh, well, you know how Greg does is what, what you what you come to expect from uh, from our friend Greg. Exactly. So, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, just a just a really nice. Uh, you know, artwork on this. It's got a map of uh, of London there on the on the tin, and I'll let you open that and and, and smell it, Bo. Foggy London town. Oh man. Ah. Yeah. You know, I always love uh, how how GL. <laughs> I, I want to call him GL because ah, the old GL Greenlander. But I, I yeah. always love how Greg uh, <laughs> presents his uh, his his different tins and. Mm. Smells delicious, but I mean, like this is like very much a tobacco tin note. That's right. Like you don't open it up and immediately get like this, you know, uh, this this meal or this barbecue that's in front of you. This is very much like it is a like straight up tobacco. You know, even a lot of times when you open a tin of something that features a lot of uh, latakias, you know, you're just kind of hitting the face with. you know, smokiness or something. This is just has a really uh, clean uh, flavor to it, which I think is is super nice. So, man, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So, what what he's done here, as he as he said, uh, there's a lot of bright uh, yellow Virginias in this tobacco. Um, you know, uh, lighter color Virginias, more natural sugar. Uh, but the the tobacco is kind of based on a uh, red Virginia, which of course is going to be much more mellow, uh, richer, smoother, softer, uh, creamier. All those things, and 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 then there's a lot of Turkish tobaccos that he's added there too. So um, a small amount of perique is is put in the tobacco, which I think is interesting. What it does is, uh, according to Greg, and I, I think this makes sense, it kind of brings out some of the more floral and fruity notes in some of the other tobaccos. It's kind of used almost as a very small condiment to just accent some of the other flavors that are there. So, you know, when I taste this tobacco, the Regent's Flake, uh, of course, what you would expect from, uh, you know, darker color Virginia's uh, mellow, rich, you know, the the Orientals in there are strong enough and there's enough of them to make it kind of have that, that signature Oriental Kind of mustiness, you know. It's kind mm. of a kind of a mustiness that's very pleasant, but kind of reminds you of an old cedar chest or something. It's just got that real interesting, yeah. Uh, kind of uh, aged uh, smell to it. It, uh, it is just kind of warm and 
feels cozy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because like I immediately get the sense of like, you know, you and I, we've been, we've been very blessed to be able to, uh, to go behind the scenes and, and, uh, and a couple of different tobacco, in, in my case, I've, I've traveled around to a lot of different tobacco shops right, or places right. where they'll, uh, you know, blend, blend st- their own tobaccos or even roll their own cigars and that right. sort of thing. And like going into kind of the tobacco storage area where you just have yeah. like, like I, I, the only way I could kind of describe it is almost like bales of hay, except it's bales of tobacco. <laughs> and like, you know, it is, it's just like this, like a cellar, like this true cellar That's of right. hanging tobacco and, and like, you know, bales of it and everything else. That's right. And I get a same kind of sense of, you know, the, the, the tin note for, for this particular tobacco, just that very much, you know, th- there's no, uh, no cherry in this one. No, that, no, that's exactly <laughs> right. There's, there's no, there's no cherry. There's no simple syrup. There's no sugar topping added any type of casing to take the edge off. It's just kind of there, yeah. you know, and, and, it, and you do kind of, it is reminiscent of maybe that old pipe shop smell, you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing. So the Perique is there and it kind of adds to some of that pleasant mustiness, but I think the Perique mostly is going to, it really comes through where I think Perique shines to add that kind of pepper vinegar, those Ooh. vinegar pepper tones there, which I, I, I always think Perique kind of majors in. So, you know, <laughs> you get a little bit of sweetness, uh, you know, they, they say, and, and some folks really do say at the, at the very end of the puff, you kind of get just a little hint of fruit, maybe some dried plum or uh, you know, raisins or something like that. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> and 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 I went there, and I did, and I did that. And uh, I don't I don't know. I don't get as much of the the fruit there. I think it's just a really sound, you know, kind of soft, rich tobacco that's got a lot of uh, masculine masculine flavors. There. All right, so, yeah, good good tobacco. Regent's Flake from uh, GLPs. Greg, the the uh, make making the manly manly man's tobacco right here. That's right. Although, ladies, if you enjoy it. It's got a beautiful tint. It, it does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's so got a map of London, so you can take it on your uh, trip. Dude, looking at that map of London <laughs> makes me, it makes me miss London makes so much. Makes you want to go, right? Oh, my gosh. How, how many times have you been Only the one time, but I was there for like yeah. like a week and a half or something, and I just- oh, I, would I remember that. I'd love yeah. to go back. You know, I, I went one time, it was all the way back in high school, so um, gosh, that was in the Stone Age, I guess. Just a beautiful city. I, I don't, I was too young, I guess, to really appreciate oh, a lot man. of it, but- uh, yeah, I'd love to go back to it's a so. beauty. All right, so um, from London to where are we travel next to uh, back to the United States uh, by way of I, I know Missouri and probably Pennsylvania. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so this is uh, the, the next one we've got. This is an interesting tobacco and a a different uh, different one than we've ever done before. This is a tobacco that's uh, it it actually is kind of hard to find. Uh, and it was done as a uh, kind of a limited run, although it, it's still available. Um, and this is called Mike and Russ, the Mind Meld. Ooh. Um, and the Mind Meld. Uh, Lots going I, on with that name. Yeah, a right lot, lot going on here. So um, it's a Virginia ribbon pipe tobacco. The concept here was that. It's the Vulcan Mind Meld. They, they, <laughs> I don't know much about Star Trek. But I do know that that's a thing. That that's a thing. I, Good. I'm pretty sure that's a no, thing. Sure. <laughs> what it is now, and I'm sure we'll be corrected if it's oh, not. Oh, oh, of course we will. Because <laughs> those people will correct. <laughs> um, no, so Mike and Russ, Mike McNeil is the owner of, uh, or the, oh. the, the blender and uh, uh, head tobacco artist over at McClellan. Right. And uh, Russ Ouellette is the, uh, kind of has the same position, I guess, at uh Smoking, no, I'm sorry, pipesandcigars.com, uh, which of course is owned by Smoking Pipes. And so, uh, Russ at Smoking Pipes, he's kind of their, you know, tobacco blender type. 
And then you've got Mike, who is the head honcho over at McClellan. Tobacco so, at large. Yeah, that's right. And so these are uh, these are guys that obviously are well respected in the industry and have uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of experience behind the tobacco scale and all that kind of stuff. And and so they they decided to actually collaborate. Basically, was, when two tobacconists love each other very much, they come together. They come and together. They give and, each other a special blend. That um, that's right. It's something something happens. You know, it, it, we we don't like to discuss these things necessarily. At a young age, no, but, no, no. But once, yeah. once you're of age to to understand, they uh, we we go into more detail where they uh, get together and uh, it's and, a beautiful and, thing and do do magical things and wow. and out comes something like the uh, the mind meld. All right, that's right. So <laughs> so um, let's 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 check out the love child so of uh, Russ and Mike. That's here. right, that's right. So uh, Mike from McClelland and Russ from um, from Cigars International, and you've got the uh, again just a kind of a simple tense, real. Uh, real nice. It's kind of that typical McClellan style tin that uh, that also uh, mimics the one that our GLP's tobacco came in today. And he says, Virginia ribbon pipe tobacco. The back says top grade sweet orange Virginia leaf, aged to mellow, then aged again in press cakes to darken and smooth, then spun into a ribbon for easy packing. Uh, Virginia as it should be. So, and, and it goes on to say an outstanding blending collaboration of thoughts and tastes between McClellan's Mike McNeil and Pipes and Cigars Russ Roulette. Oh. So just a real uh just a real nice uh tobacco, nice simple presentation. You know, when you open the tin, the tin note uh, is very very reminiscent of 5100 from McClellan. So you you look in there, you immediately recognize the red Virginias, probably in a cake form and then uh and then spun to to be easy for packing and just a kind of a chunky ribbon cut. But uh Bo here I'll let you smell that. Mhm. All right, passing that on over. Beautiful tin as well. Oh wow, yeah. Now this is we, we, this is a bit of a a gear shift. Yeah. from the last one. That's because, right. You know, yeah. Not not that this one. You know, not this one doesn't also have kind of the the tobacco quality tobacco smell right. as well. Right. But man, yeah, you you get that uh, that vinegar. That, that, there's more of the signature uh, vinegar that you might uh, expect from a McClellan style blend. Uh, that that is certainly there. Um, My mouth and, is watering actually. It's yeah. Nice. I mean, it just it just smells great immediately. You know, this is a tobacco that's going to be super mellow. Easy to keep lit, uh, easy to puff on, and, and nice, uh, you know, smoke production and all that kind of stuff. You just, you just kind of get that sense immediately. The orange Virginias, these are medium-bodied Virginias with a modest amount of sugar, and so you know, it, again, orange, red Virginias, stoved Virginias. These are all typically more mellow flavors. Um, you know, it's not going to have that super bright, sugary, uh, nicotine stuff that the that the lighter colors uh, have. So, you know, a- again, when you smell the tin, you really do get that sense of uh, 5100 from McClellan. It's one of those immediate uh, smells where you're like, oh man, this is a you know, th- this has got this has got to have something to do with uh, those folks over in Kansas City. So, <laughs> you know, I really love the uh, the the look and feel that the the tin. It's got kind of a um, it's just real clean. Yeah, kind of a kind of a brown, uh, almost like recycled paper look yeah. underneath it that wraps around. And, yeah. You know, very very fine, simple text that's that's being used in terms of the font, but uh, just a, a a nice little. It's not like a like too much flair. It's almost like a I don't even know exactly how to describe it, but just this lean modern 
font that almost looks like uh, you know like these guys collaborated in a dorm room somewhere. That's and, like, right. Like, put it together, <laughs> and I mean that like with all due. Compliments. They kind of did. Yeah, you know, I mean, absolutely. I think they kind of you know that was kind of the goal here, and uh, and I think they came out with something great. So, so you've been enjoying this quite a bit because you're almost down to the I drugs. Have. Right this here. is it's got just a little bit left in it, and it's uh it's been a lot of fun to smoke. This is a this is a great all day tobacco. So mm. where the Regent's Flake we discussed earlier has more uh, more body. Uh, there's more, um, you know, certainly more strength. It's got uh, flavors that are very distinctive and uh, kind of more of a special occasion. Yeah, more special occasion or maybe after a meal or yeah, a yeah. certain time of day. Uh, you know, the Mike and Russ, the mind meld, this is more of a all day everyday kind of tobacco. You know what I mean? This is something that you're going to be able to smoke, um, you know, all, all the time. And you've been practicing what you can preach. And, and, I, and I have. <laughs> I, if I, Obviously, I, I have. So, um, you know, what they've done, they, they kind of, again, and I think they kind of even mentioned this on the back of the tin, but they, um, you know, they let the Virginias age. Obviously, Virginias do well when they've got some mm. time under their belt. And so, um, you know, just the, something magical. We always talk about that happens to those sugars with those uh, anaerobic reactions that are occurring. Um, and, and so, you know, the Virginia's age, then they, they combine it with the red and stove Virginia's. Stove Virginia's, it seems like we've uh, been discussing more of those recently. Um, these are tobaccos that are essentially, you know, cooked on kind of a griddle. You know, they're, uh, they're tobaccos that are uh, cooked until they're kind of uh, in a caramelized state. So I, I like weighing up Stowe Virginia's at the Squire because uh, they always had this kind of, uh, um, I don't know, pellet-like form. They're really uh, just kind of these hard little granules of, of Virginia's that have really just kind of caramelized and uh, and are really uh, rich, smooth, subtle. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I love blending with them. They, uh, you know, are, are, are really unique tobacco. They're very expensive tobaccos <laughs> because they, uh, you know, there's just a lot of extra work that goes into creating them. But um, obviously the Stove Virginia and the Red Virginia, these are two things where uh, McClelland really excels. And, and I guess, you know, in combining with uh, with Russ, these uh, more orange Virginias that are, tend to be a little brighter, uh, you know, what they've come out with is, is just a really nice all-day smoke. So, um, not, you know, I'll be honest, not tons of flavor here. Um, this is not a, a super flavorful blend. This is not going to be something that you smoke and you just start to uh, probably crave, uh, like, uh, you know, your mouth waters kind mm. of around it after you smoke it. And you're thinking, man, I just can't wait for the next bowl of that. But but for a good all-day kind of everyday tobacco, uh, you know, I, I think this is an excellent blend. And, and it certainly, you know, as you would expect from a tobacco like this, it just stays lit so easy. It burns cool. Um, it, it's it's extremely clean. So it doesn't leave any kind of crazy residue or anything in your pipe. Uh, it's just it's just very good. And for those that maybe are not uh, McClellan fans because of that signature uh, kind of vinegar that you smell from <gasps> You know, this this is going to be something that maybe you might enjoy. Yeah. So so for those of you that aren't McClellan fans but might want to try something that Mike has created uh, with his with his friend Russ, um, this is something you really might uh, might want to check out. I think this is something that uh, that you could enjoy and uh, maybe maybe give it give a chance to it. It certainly has that, but it's uh, I think it's a bit muted uh, compared to compared to some of the other McClellans that that we know and love. How can so. how can you not be a McClellan fan? No, they're I, of course we are, and I you know they're probably I don't know my number one favorite brand. Uh, you know as far as just uh, 
you know, what they do, the quality of stuff they work with, the consistency and all those things. But, um, yeah, some people, you know, they open the tin and that's just not a thing they go for, right? You know, the Virginias that are there, um, you know, the, uh, you know, processes that McClellan used to, to age them and all that. Uh, you know, they're just not as not as big of a fan. Then just of that, buy but. the tin and look at the artwork. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know, man. Shoot. Got the little frog more. <laughs> That's right. And the and the whale and the the do- the dolphin and all that. No, it wasn't a dolphin. We talked about that last. It wasn't week, a right? seal. It wasn't a seal. Which, by the way, the, the live seal audience, doesn't have a seal. It has a dolphin. Yeah, the live audience is like, all right, well, they did it again. Apparently, <laughs> I don't remember making that joke, but apparently we make it every single time. Do we really? That, uh, yeah. Wow, got- I don't remember making that at all. But that's that's funny. Um, so we just made it again. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's the mind meld from Mike and Russ. And uh, Mike, of course, uh, with McClellan, Russ Roulette uh, from from uh, PipesAndCigars.com, Cigars International. And um, anyway, they uh, I think they've made a fine product here. I've got a question. When you're picking out these uh, tobaccos for the Tobacco Talk, what, what, what guides you? Gosh, it's just kind of what I've been smoking. You know, it's, it's what I've been smoking. It's what, uh, you know, I've had uh, that's come across my... Uh, you know, counter that I think I've had kind of a strong opinion about, or maybe that I think people would enjoy. Um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of whatever is uh, whatever is around at the time that I feel comfortable with and uh, familiar with, and uh, you know that I can discuss kind of at length. And um, and and typically, you know, I, we have talked about tobaccos that I have reviewed but haven't necessarily recommended before. That's true. We, yeah. we have done that, but I have. Um, you know, on, on average, these tend to be tobaccos that I, you know, smoke and and believe in. I just um, want to point out that you're yeah. hanging out around the Country Squire all day long. The concept of, oh, you know, whatever I have around does not narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, one of the great things that uh, you and I do enjoy uh, talking about from time to time is our good friends over at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. A lot of good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Of course, Phil and his team uh, up there have uh, put together just quite a quite an incredible uh, story, uh, you know, over the past hundred years. Uh, you know, the Missouri Meerschaum pipes historically have been uh, very high quality, uh, very regionally priced, uh, made from corn that they grow actually themselves and and harvest themselves. They've got uh, just a remarkable variety of shapes, finishes, sizes, Mm. styles, and they're just a lot of fun to smoke. Absolutely. And hey, uh, you know, one of those great uh, pipes that I'll be enjoying actually this uh, this this particular uh, a week is actually My Country Gentleman. That's I, right. I know we reference it a lot on the show, and that's because honestly, it's one of my favorites. And I, it's one of the best-selling Missouri Meerschaum pipes. That's right. And it, for a reason. I mean, it's a good-sized bowl. You get a lot of tobacco in there. And uh, I have uh, fished on many an occasion with my, uh, with my Country Gentleman. It's actually a custom job. That, that's right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Flucher actually did uh, for me yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I, I like to call it the salmon slayer. Yet I have yet to slay a salmon with it. But one way or the other, uh, smoke your Missouri meerschaum, and maybe if all of us are smoking at the exact same time, maybe the uh, the fish will somehow maybe be the drawn salmon to spirits me. will be yeah dra- drawn to you. That's right. That's right. This 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 could be the year. I'm telling you, man. But no matter what your Missouri meerschaum pipe of choice is, smoke it this week. Take a picture. Uh, we tweet that to us. We retweet it out. It's a great way to let the folks at Missouri meerschaum know that you appreciate them for supporting this show. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said done.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week comes in from Christopher Nolan. Wait, no, that that's not right. Christopher Nelson. Uh, Christopher Nelson, who did not write The Dark Knight or Dunkirk, uh, which I believe is a movie. <laughs> right. Uh, he says, uh, Christ- Christopher Nelson does say, uh, he says, I've got a pipe question for you guys. I own one Peterson pipe. I own one Peterson pipe with an army mount. I have found that being able to take apart a hot pipe, especially a stem pipe, is a nice pipe. Oh, a system pipe is a nice perk. However, I'm not seeing any downsides. Are there any particular reasons to avoid an army mount pipe, or is it just personal preference? Thanks, guys. Again, that comes from Christopher Nelson. Yeah, man, Christopher, uh, great question and a, and a good, uh, good, good thoughts on the army mount pipe. Obviously, army mount pipes were invented for a you know, incredibly practical reason. I mean, these were pipes that, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, um, typically the shank and the stem of the pipe fit, uh, we call it a flush fit. So the, um, Mm. you you know, they, there, there's no, uh, diameter difference between the shank and the stem of the pipe. It just kind of evenly flows from one into the other. Um, army mount or military mount pipes are unique in that they kind of, uh, the end of the shank is generally capped with some type of metal. So, right. uh, you know, nickel or sterling silver, uh, it kind of comes to a, a ball on the very end. And then the, the stem is a, it just kind of plugs into the end of that ball. And so you think of just the, um, you know, kind of uh, tapered stem, just kind of narrowy, narrowing uh, there at the end and then plugging into that uh, that metal ball there at the end of the stem. Um, and, and this was designed, uh, obviously, so you could take your pipe apart while it was hot. Very right. practical. Uh, you're in the field as, a, you know, maybe someone who's doing some training or, or actually uh, you know, just uh, outside of a combat area or something. And, you know, you just don't have a lot of time to fool with your uh, with your pipe. And so and you want it to obviously continue to work as you uh, as you, uh, you know, smoke it and care for it. So um, so you can take these a pipe, these pipes apart while they're hot. Um, it, it's really great because that that metal uh, kind of cap on the end of that uh, the shank, that ball area, just really um, the, the connection style uh, enables it to to stay 
uh, tight throughout its lifetime, which is really nice. So um, anyway, so it really is a personal preference. A lot of folks don't like how uh, you know, the uh, army mounts uh, fit in their hand. You mm. know, some folks, uh, you know, think that um, because it is connected that certain way, uh, it allows for more moisture to gather uh, in between. Oh, that's the, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, when you've got a, when a pipe is drilled uh, for a traditional stem, you know, ideally the tenon, which is the part of the stem that goes into the, the shank, that little piece that comes out, um, T- typically, ideally, the tenon is going to go all the way to the draft hole. But in an army mount stem, a lot of times that isn't the case. There's some kind of little gap there between the, the end of the stem and the beginning of the draft hole. And, hmm. and in Peterson, it's even complicated a little more because Peterson has introduced this idea, and of course other folks have followed suit, but uh, a lot of Peterson pipes have this reservoir that's built up. So there's this little tiny uh, reservoir uh, that's in the stem of the pipe. It actually is designed to collect your saliva in this little pool uh, before the saliva gets down into the bowl. What that does, it makes your smoke uh, drier, uh, and, and supposedly cooler, uh, you know, and, and so, you know, th- there's pluses and minuses to that. Um, a, a lot of folks, uh, you know, can't stand that type of pipe because uh, the, the uh, you know, saliva, it'll build up in that little pool until it kind of overflows. And then, you know, in your mid-smoke, you've got to take your pipe apart and dump all this crud out of your pipe. Gross! It's kinda, it just kind of gross, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, with a normal uh, pipe, if you're smoking high-quality tobacco, a lot of times you won't... Uh, you know, won't have the the need for something like that. But, you know, some people uh, salivate with, more than others, and, you yeah. know, there's just, everyone's got their personal preference. So uh, some people that have these military-style pipes that uh, that do have the little reservoir in them, like the Petersons, you know, they want to keep them super, super clean. And so they'll even carry Q-tips with them while they're smoking their pipe, just, you know, to clean out that little area. You know, for me, I just don't want to fool with that. So, you know, I don't, I don't you know, particularly care for that. You know, but a military mount stem, I think, is a is a nice thing to have in your collection, and and if you enjoy it, man, I think you should uh, think you should stick to it. But you know, as far as the smoking quality, uh, you know, I, I think there's just not not a lot of difference there. Well, that's a great question, Christopher. Great and, question. And hey, uh, if you've got a pipe question that we send it in, Country Squire Radio is the show that you're listening to. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com is the place to send it in. And again, thank you for Christopher for sending in this pipe question as well as Inception. That was an amazing movie. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire with Joe! Ow! All right, this comes in from Wookie Jake. Oh, Wookie Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of us are good at Wookie noises, <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm not glad we now know that. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Tent or lean to? Tent. Yeah, okay, I was recently thinking about this, not necessarily from the traditional standpoint, but more so from the blanket fort standpoint. <laughs> all right, no, no, no. <laughs> I came home I'm, one I'm day. tracking with you. I came home one day, and uh, my, my children were with the babysitter, and they had constructed the most amazing, like, like not pillow fort, but like blanket fort. No, it was a blanket fort. It was, it was massive. It was almost like a maze. I was very impressed with, you know, my, my children are- That's the, what you want. I'm, I'm, it's, 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 it's impressive. Here's the thing, though. I was thinking about if you don't necessarily have the, uh, you know, advanced engineering skills that my children do- <laughs> Uh, what do you do in that scenario? Like, I you know, these kids are way smarter than I was. Like back in my day, we would do kind of a lean-to type setup where you'd have like the blanket lying on the top of the couch to the side of the couch, and that was right. kind of your deal. That was good enough. But these kids, they've got more resources now. I, th- I think like you can actually buy like blanket fort teepees now. Like that's a thing. <laughs> 
that's, that's just a, ridiculous. Well, you get you get more space when it's all said and done. A lean to is really so impractical, just in every single way. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with TP. <laughs> You're gonna the TP wasn't even an an, an answer. Oh, I was thinking tent from a TP standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It sounds like you went with tent. I'm definitely going with tent. <laughs> all the way. All the way, you get, you get more. You get more room to move around. Oh, that's great. That's great in your uh, in your in your blanket TP tent. <laughs> that's right. All right, knife or hatchet? Knife. Hatchet. I, I carry a knife with me every day. I use it every day. I love my knife. Ah, oh, but hatchet is so much cooler. No, you hatchet can... is cooler. I'm not saying it's not cooler, but I I I'm a knife guy. All right, fair enough. Well, I I was uh, recently watching, of course, the uh, the new seri- season of Game of Thrones is out. Uh, the yeah. the season premiere. I think they said it was like close like close to like Super Bowl numbers in terms of people tuning in. It's oh my like gosh. crazy. Uh, and they they introduced late in last season this character of uh, of uh, this this kind of pirate king essentially, and he's crazy. He's like he's like jumps into battle and does crazy things. He he has as his weapon choice an axe. And I'm like, oh man, that's so awesome! <laughs> it's, it's, it just it looks crazy. It looks awesome. So yeah, I, I, I think just the knife is. Or I'm sorry, the the, <laughs> the hatchet, hatchet is right. so uh, so. Uh, it's it's an axe. Well, man. which leads us into our next question: axe or machete? I'm gonna go with axe. I definitely axe. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like a machete for clearing clearing brush. Right, but I, I don't have much brush to clear. That's I don't true. Have, I don't have much wood to chop either, but occasionally I do chop wood. You can toss some axes. You know, famous last words. Throw me the machete. All right, and then finally, we've got sleeping... Think about it. No, yeah, I don't want anyone throwing (laughs) me a machete. No, that's right. And then finally, we've got uh, sleeping bag or wool blanket. Sleeping bag. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wool is not comfortable. I mean, it it can be. It's warm. You just don't want to be right next to it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you had something in between, but most sleeping bags, you can be nice and cozy. Yeah, that's right. All right, so there you go. That comes in from Wookie Jake. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for sending that. Of course, Wookie Jake sending a man from thispipelife.com, an amazing online community. Join thispipelife.com today and use the code CSR when you do. That lets them know you heard about it on this show. You can get engaged with C- uh, with thispipelife.com in a lot of different ways. They're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you are social, they will socially be for you. So thispipelife.com, <laughs> check them out again. That is CSR when you do. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, listen up feedback this week, man. We've got some great listener feedback in. The first one comes from J.N. Murray, three on iTunes. What does J.N. Murray say? He says, oh, snap, I recently found your podcast after renewed interest in pipe smoking after sharing a smoke with my uncle on his 67th birthday. Uh, I even had the pleasure of chatting with Caleb when I called the Country Squire with some questions and ended up purchasing a couple of Missouri Meershams. Uh, Hard to come by in these parts of Ventura, California. And some Lowland Pine tobacco. Of course, Caleb blended that as well, which is is great. Uh, Matter of fact, I've been smoking Lowland Pine today. It's a a great tobacco. But um, thank you so much, John David, for rocking us each week with your deep trove of knowledge, and I know it's a tall order, but please try to keep Bo's singing to a minimum. And I fail at that every week. But but JN Murray three, I am uh, grateful for you, and uh, and thanks for suffering along with me. Absolutely, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Look, I, I'm I'm trying to cut back. No, I did. It, it, it's one of those things, you know. It's kind of an endearing deal. It's know? endearing, but only a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta you gotta pepper it in. You gotta you gotta be careful yeah, about not we've doing. We've got it too limits, much. you know. Yeah, I, I think I've been pushing the limits. We've got we've got limits. I'm 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 gonna do my best to, to hold back. Just you know, just just hold on the show too. I just wish that I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, if I could.
Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's awful. We need to have a Country Squire Radio uh, karaoke night. Hey, you said it, not me. Hey, uh, we want to make sure that you guys get a chance to uh, tune in for the live show. We'll be back, by the way, with the live show on uh, next Monday night. That is going to be at 8.30 p.m. Central, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern Time. Again, you can find that at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us to the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, for all that information and more, you can check us out at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man, this man, is a great show. I had a blast tonight. I always love talking about new tobaccos. And, uh, of course, we've had a lot of events going on and things like that. Yeah. Several announcements. We're getting closer to the uh, Texas Pipe Show. Of course, this weekend for the Magnolia Pipe Club folks will be fun. And uh, man, it was just, uh, just a lot of neat stuff to look forward to this fall. Yeah, so, man. And the yep. Saturday, GR versus Mississippi CSR Meetup 2017. I, how do you quantify? Like, how are you going to judge this, like, smoke off? Quality of pizza served? Uh, the amount of beverages and, of course, uh, the 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 tobacco uh, variations, um, and the crazy crazy photos. I think I think it's all the, just cra- the crazy photos. It's the crazy I think photos. that that's that's the part that that's, yeah that's, gonna th- be that's the most the most uh, determining. All yeah. right, I'm just I'm just <laughs> get ready, man, because it's on. I hope y'all have fun, dude. Let's go have a night. <laughs> See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.